Do you think he's capable of being the president for, the, for another five years? No, no, he's not capable of being president for another 20 seconds. But the issue is there are people who are pulling the strings behind him, clearly, who are making the decisions. I don't know who those people are. They have the power and they don't want to give it up. But there's absolutely no way he should be president. Well, he won, I guess. But it's a disgrace that he's going to run again. The man cannot find his way off a stage. He also, I mean, he's like a blabbering old uncle that you don't even know he's talking about <coughs> half the time. Okay, what about Trump? What's your opinion there? He would be my first pick, and, and that's primarily because, you know, he, I, I've said this before, I think he's intentionally divisive. Uh, despite my rough exterior, I want to bring this country together. Um, I think he, he's vindictive like I am, which is fine when you're running a, a media company, but when you're president, you do have to build relationships. And, I, you know, if he's president, I just hope the country can move together as one, I don't know how realistic that is, because he's a lightning rod, fair yeah. or unfair. Uh, he people, is. he breaks people's brains. They just, they get so caught up in how much they hate him, my dad included, they can't see reality. Gentlemen echoes a lot of sentiment. David Portnoy, <laughs> Trump breaks people's brains. I think that's true. He does. I, I think that's fair. <laughs> I mean, I I agree with almost everything yeah. he said. I may find that audio of uh, Jamie Dimon, the head of Morgan, J.P. Morgan, uh-huh. who who said, you know, look, I mean, he doesn't like Trump, but he said, you know, here's the thing: Trump was right. And he names off like five oh, things. Look, he was he was right a lot. Yeah. The only issue I have with Trump, I have no issues with his policies. Mm-hmm. I don't have any. Right. I've said that repeatedly. My only issues are just what he articulated. Right, right there. So, and Jamie Dimon, if goes, he's the choice, yeah, I understand. He goes on to say that look, you know, he was right on all these major things. Yeah, and he said, and you know, here's the problem with the media. They are. They have demonized seventy-five million people that voted for right. The deplorables, and he names off all these things, and the and, the MAGAs, yeah, and the, yeah, yeah. And and even Trump said, "Does Joe not understand what MAGA stands for? Make America great again." Yeah, you know, but so they've demonized you, you that whole thing. Them, well, they've tried to. Yeah, but it's like, but they do that with everything. Oh they yeah, try yeah to, absolutely. They try to reframe words. I mean, sure. instead of abortion, now it's you know, it's it's, it, it's a choice. It's choice. a health it's, choice. It's a health. It's choice. a health choice. Yeah, yeah. And now instead of illegal immigrants, they're migrants. Yes. And I mean, we see it over. There's multiple examples, and sadly, it works. And they them, <laughs> they are them over there, oh, good buddy. See, I've got the guys thing going now. Every time I hear somebody say oh. guys on TV, I'm like, ding, ding, there you go. Like, Can't pretty say guys. Soon, pretty soon we're not going to be able to like show any old sitcoms. That includes Will and Grace because they refer to each other as guys a lot Dang. on that Hello, show. Friday. I know. Ah. Complicated. I've been waiting for you for a long time. You the Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Hello, Friday. Well, you are here just in time. <laughs> to save us from ourselves. <laughs> hey, you might see a little bit of snow out there this morning. Yeah. You might see some a little new skiff of snow. Yeah, yeah, we had a little bit of a dusting. You could see it on the back porch. Right. Um, oh. So I definitely had to, it took me a little bit longer to get my 
my my truck cleaned off <laughs> i'm still driving a truck but anyway phoebe uh, is uh well, phoebe's still in recovery i guess so, yeah you know she's been uh she's been in icu for quite for a, while. a while yeah she has she has so hopefully that's going to end soon mm. all right here's your thought of the day you know what icu stands for as you drive by on 1:30, i see you and you're still not in the building yet <laughs> You're not in the shop. You're oh, outside. Oh, oh, right. I see you right. outside. Oh, I see you stranded. I you see you driving that giant truck. Inside the building being healed, but you're still outside in the waiting room. Well, here's hoping that's going to happen yeah. sooner rather okay. than later. I'm sure this guy wants to get, get her out of there no, as I know. well. All right. Here's your thought of the day for yep. today. Tension is who you think you are. Relaxation is who you really are. Hmm. Yeah. Isn't that I interesting? Like that. Yeah. I never really thought about it mm-hmm. like that. I relaxed from one thirty to about three this morning because mm. I couldn't go back to sleep. I was restful. I was. I was just saying, Lord, just help me to, you know, drift off again. It was around three thirty, and then, you know, I have a, tw- I have a story about that. Twenty five minutes later, the alarm goes off. Baxter woke up the whole house. Did he? About two thirty. Oh, was that the whole thing that you told yeah. me earlier? Uh-huh. Oh. He yep. sensed a disturbance in the force. He did, and and he's having none of it. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Okay. All right. Uh, 434-248-0704. is our text number, and we'd love for you to play along with our Mind Jam trivia. Not to be confused with, you know, um, certain dancers that are daughters of Billy Ray Cyrus, Miley. Uh, it's not Quirk Day. Is that a thing? National Quirk Day. I'm sure there is a National Quirk Day. What is Quirk. Quirk, quirking? That's you know? twerking. Oh, oh, I thought it was quirking. Good Lord. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> What's it's quirk it's quirky to me. <laughs> anyway, it's today is good national. Good grandpa, it's good, good. It's good. Today is national. Hey, stop that quirking. <laughs> stop it. I'm not gonna have any of that quirking around hey, here. Hey, stop it. And they're I, like, what are you talking about, Gramps? You make it sound like I didn't put my dentures in this morning. Come on. <laughs> Today is National Quirk Day, and you know, I have a few of them. Anyways, without looking it up, tell us what quirk is. Yeah, or quark. Quark. Yeah, yeah. Q-U-A-R-K. I did not know this, and I feel like I... I didn't either. I feel like I should... I feel like I should have known it. Well... So I'm a little disappointed in me. It's not what you think. That's right. No, it's really not what you think. (laughs) All right. (laughs) On this day in history. I'm still waiting for Dolly to get on that wrecking ball. But anyway. (laughs) 1961. (laughs) Oh, Lordy. The very first episode of the Dick Van Dyke Show is filmed. Watch out for the Ottoman! He misses it there at the end. I know. Uh, yeah, and oh, then Lord. and then the whole country was a tither because Mary Tyler Moore was wearing pants. I know. Can't have that. Well, slacks. They were, and they fit. They were form fitting because she was a beautiful lady. Uh, she uh, she was, but the censors did not I know. like it. I'm sure they, they didn't. did not like that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Uh, well, they had them sl- sleeping in separate twin beds, so that and nobody knew. Everybody knew that wasn't happening. <laughs> So, I mean, you could just tell. Right. So, anyway. Uh, 1981, on this day in history, Muhammad Ali talks a despondent 21-year-old out of committing suicide. It's quite quite a, an amazing story. Story, yeah. yeah. From a ledge nine floors above Wilshire Boulevard, the hooded man shouted, I'm no good. I'm going to jump. 
police, a psychologist, and a minister had all but given up trying to change the despondent man's mind when Muhammad Ali, who happened to be nearby, volunteered to talk to him. The former heavyweight champion went to a window and reportedly yelled, I'm your brother, I want to help you. Then, suddenly, it was all over. The man, Ali said later, began to weep. He was taken to the psychiatric ward of a veteran's hospital. Isn't that something? Boy, you just never know. Yeah. You, you just never know. Mm. Just him saying those words to yeah. him yeah. Gave, gave him hope. Hope, yeah. Right, crazy. Mm. Uh, on this day in 1985, if you turn the radio on, chances are you heard this song, even though I don't know that it ever went to number one. Yeah, it said it peaked at number nine, which surprises me. Yeah, a little bit, because yeah. it has had long legs. Bruce Springsteen, born in the USA. that riff you're just ready to go I like Cheech Marin's version have you ever heard born in East LA he, oh I think I have he did a spinoff on that yeah yeah I think I have yeah. which is a very different experience <laughs> it really is let's just say <laughs> no doubt that. about that um, so we're getting guesses on the Mind Jam Trivia. It's, oh. it's National Quark Day. Not Quark, but Quark. Quark. Q-U-A-R-K. There day. you go. Q-U-A-R-K yes. Day. Right. Uh, if it's your birthday today, you you share it with some pretty famous yeah, people. Yeah, we have some uh, pretty pretty cool people here. Katie Seagal, turning 70 years old. This is her. That's a big one. Yeah. Love and marriage. Where is it, baby? Don't do this to me. I'm wearing it, baby. It's not food. It's just me. But don't worry. I'll make you forget all about food. <laughs> Al. Love and marriage. Love and I marriage. Al wanted the food. Yeah. Together like a horse that sounds and right. carriage. This she's a tall lady, too. Yeah. You know, just wanna... And she's really very beautiful. Yeah, she is. Uh, if you see her out of that peg character, you're mm-hmm. like, wait a minute. Is that yeah. the same lady? Yeah, but really. It is. Uh, mm. Actor Sean Wayans is having a birthday today. Comedian, uh, actor, funny guy, one of the brothers. He turns 53. A lot of talent in that family. I yeah. flew to Concord for the first time. It's cool. Really, really fast. Mm-hmm. This thing is like, it's so fast, it's like, you know, a thousand miles an hour. Yeah. Twice the speed of sound. Yeah. Now, you know, anything that goes that fast, gotta mess with your insides. Mm-hmm. Gotta totally mess up your insides. Now, I knew it messed up my insides because as soon as we landed, I started my period. Oh! <laughs> wow. I noticed you were kind of cranky. Yeah, yeah. I was a little crappy. Uh, craven chocolate. Craven chocolate. <laughs> wow. Craven chocolate. He'd never get by with that joke today. <laughs> no, not at all. Although, if you're a oh, guy. If he's identifying. Well, if he identifies, he can pick up certain products in the bathroom. There'll be people lining up to get on that plane. Well, that doesn't fly anymore, though. Yeah, I know. Um, we have TV chef Paula Dean having a birthday today. Paula is turning 77 today, y'all. The girls are probably going to see this and say, y'all are out of your crazy minds. <laughs> what does it taste like? Butter. Life to heaven. I've never done this before, y'all, in my entire life. We're going to be arrested. That is thinking wonderful. <laughs> She's making something without butter, and that's against the law in her house. <laughs> 
Did she make something uh, with that I don't butter? Think she I don't did. think it's possible. I don't think so either. I feel her pain. Yeah. All right. Uh, actor Desi Arnaz Jr. is having a birthday today. He is turning 71 years old. In Mambo Kings, you play your father, of course. I imagine preparing for the role had to be uh, quite difficult. What happened was I, I had to make a decision whether I wanted to do it or not. It was based on the story, but also it was based on whether or not I felt comfortable uh, doing it. And I went down to Mexico to a house where I grew up in that my father built that is my house now and started reading the book and I fell in love with this story. Hmm. Yeah, it'd be a mixed bag mm-hmm. since you lived it. But, For uh, sure, yeah. Uh, comedian Paul Rodriguez is having a birthday today. He's turning 69. Three comedians' birthdays. One more right after this. For example, he shouldn't even be alive anymore. Mi tío Camilo, this guy is a mystery to medicine. <laughs> He's had three doctors tell him that, that he doesn't have long to live to get his personal effects in order. He outlived three of his doctors. They made a tracheotomy on him. Now he smokes through two places. He's smoking one here and he's got one on the waiting deck, you know? That's crazy, but anyway, funny. <laughs> There's that. This next guy, I just love him. He is so funny. Started with Mad TV, then it was Frank TV. It's Frank Caliendo. Even had a short stay on uh, Fox Sunday Football where he would do different characters. They'd throw it to him and he'd make predictions as different people. This is him doing John Madden. I love him doing John Madden. And then he finishes up with Charles Barkley. Pretty good, Dave. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of places you could be. But I mean, anytime you're at a place like this, you think, <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, things start to get... I, what I wanted to be was in a funny place, and boom! Watch him impersonate Charles Barkley with a hilarious disguise. It was terrible. I was just terrible. Their defense offended me. That's how bad it was. It was crazy. They need to be all over Kobe Bryant, just like we need to be all over Kim Jong-il. Kim Jong-il is nuts. He's gonna blow up the world because he's a knucklehead. <laughs> wow. It's terrible. It's terrible. 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 And, and there was a time when, because he's been at Vegas for on and off for a long time, once got in the elevator and John Madden was in the elevator and John Madden didn't like <gasps> the way he portrayed him. Uh-oh. And Madden had his grandkids with him. He said, otherwise, I think Madden would have taken me down in three floors. <laughs> wow. He didn't say they, they made eye contact. They acknowledged each other. And that was about it. Uh-huh. Because he had heard through the grapevine that, that you know, Madden didn't like how he... You know, you, you always do something a little over the top. You know, you you that's what makes it funny. You, right. you embellish the character you're doing or the person you're doing. Mm. But anyway, uh, that would have been an awkward ride for three three floors. But uh, for I sure. had my ride with Jim Nance. I've shared that story plenty of times from CBS. I had to share that story uh, last weekend. Yeah, oh, because really? Because we were with a group of people who had never well, heard it. Well, you were very excited. I was. Yeah, and, and it was an exciting So time. I had a whole group of people I could tell that story to. And they and, were brand new. And and it was brand new, except for my wife, hearing it for the 99th time just this year. And we're only into January. So, uh, anyway. Hey, our Mind Jam trivia. It is National Q-U-A-R-K Day. Quark. National Quark Day. Without looking it up, tell us what it is. What did they come up? I said quirk because I thought quirking. But well, you said, no, it's twerking. Is yeah. when you, like, So, I think a dance. lot of people thought we were talking about quirk or quirks. But that, that wasn't right. it. It's quark. Quark. Q-U-A-R-K. Yeah. And uh, so, so in that case, I have no idea. I'm like, <laughs> I, me neither. And I feel like this is, some, especially this person I'm talking to, right. I feel like this is something we should know. 
but we're all going to learn something together and, and today. It, I'll give you a hint. It's because of the feature she does later on in the show. Mm. Ha! There's your hint. There you go. It is 621 on this Friday, a cold Friday, but it isn't as bad as we thought it might be with ice and those kinds of things. A little bit out there. Little be warmer. careful if you're in the rural areas. It is uh, Mickey Virtue. That's an interesting name. Mm-hmm. From UB40, turning 66 today. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. 6 to 9 a.m. Sense Talk Radio. Talk Radio. You're listening to Janet and Mark. I love those guys. The traveling Wilburys. Mm-hmm. Well, it's all right. Good stuff. Yeah, I wish they were still going. We've lost three of them now. Which is we've, hard to believe. We've lost, uh, of course, George Harrison, Tom Petty, mm-hmm. and then Roy Orbison didn't even, uh, when they cut the video, I think it was this song, The End of the Line. He was already gone. Oh, was he? And, and they're on a train for the video. I remember the video, but and, I thought he was in it. And they're all playing in this like boxcar thing. And there's an empty rocking chair rocking back and forth. Oh, yeah. When they like went to his part. So uh, just remembering Roy Orbison. I think he had, what a way to end your really illustrious career playing with a bunch of your, your contemporaries. Just iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Just all those guys. Just same thing with the highwaymen. Yes, exactly. Um, just a, just kind of a different feel for it. Yeah. All right. Our Mind Jam trivia today. We're talking about Quark. Quark. Q-U-A-R-K. It's National Quark Day. And we, we said, without looking it up, can mm-hmm. you tell us what Quark is? Yeah. And much like us you could not uh well well your hint was our friend steve said quark is the sound that british ducks make no that's not right (laughs) so janet's five and dine was your little hint right has something to do with food uh dale said quark is the ferengi bartender on star trek deep space nine i think he's he's right right. he is right he is right i think that's true but but it's not still not what we're looking for yeah quark is a dairy product Mm mm-hmm and it's a type of dairy product that's made from milk. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is very traditional in uh, Slavic, German, Baltic, um, and uh, Ashkenazi Jews. I don't know what that. And Turkish people. Okay. Um, the best way I can describe it is like cottage cheese. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. cottage cheese, which I adore. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, ew, cottage cheese. I love cottage cheese. My wife doesn't like cottage cheese. I love it. Except for like when it's in the pink stuff that my mom used oh, to Oh, I love, I love it. And you know why I love it? I love it because of Charlie's in Lynchburg. Oh, okay. Because they do this wonderful chicken salad platter thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that you're probably only supposed to like when you're like 80. Oh, but okay. I've always <laughs> loved it. And they will drizzle honey over the cottage cheese Ooh, that's and mixed fruit and okay. then your chicken salad. And it's and I think that's when I got hooked on it. But I'll also eat it just with pepper on it. Okay. And I think it's delicious that way too. But today is Quark Day. So maybe, you know, don't be hating on you some cottage cheese. <laughs> 
Kara. Okay. <laughs> Give it a shot. Yeah. Loaded with protein, mm-hmm. not a lot of calories. I don't know. When we're on cruises, we see enough cottage cheese. People that shouldn't be wearing certain outfits. You know why? Because <laughs> they're not eating their cottage cheese. Probably. That's why. It's true. Hey, the Senate, exciting news, yeah. passes the short-term spending bill to keep the lights on in Washington, D.C. Oh, so they can spend us into Kick it down the road. Total Kick it down the road. Total bankruptcy. Well, we got to stay open for that. But they did pass the short term. I thought we had solved this. I remember somebody saying, oh, we're good till like 2025. That is just so much, uh, well, as we like to say, BS. Mm. That's just one of your stories. Today. Flight attendant was arrested in Lynchburg. What? For allegedly recording or trying to record an underage female passenger using an airline bathroom while he was working. That is just creepy, isn't it? A little bit. Mm-hmm. So wow. he was uh, arrested yesterday yeah. uh, in Lynchburg. It's actually from Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. Mm-hmm. Democrats upset Kirby. with Biden. I know. Upset with Biden uh, because he even wants to deal with the Republicans on the border crisis. <laughs> Well, Joe's knowing that this is hurting him in the polls, so he's got to act like he's doing something. You know, he, he even just a couple months ago said, well, let's start building the wall again in certain places. It, it's just amazing to me that you create the problem, and now it's like, well, I'm going to have to work with the Republicans try to fix it. Dirty, dirty, dirty. <laughs> You're the one that did it. Good Lord. I swear. I wonder if Joe and Jill. It's a wonder I haven't been hired as an ambassador. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> I'm just wondering it late at night when, when Joe's finishes ice cream that if him and Jill, you know, they quirk at all. <laughs> Eat cottage cheese, Janet. Get your mind out of the gutter. It is 631. <laughs> CBS News Brief is next. They never recover. Uh, Nisi Payne sitting in for Kimberly McBroom. Mm-hmm. And currently this morning, temperatures are in the 30s, so it's really not uh, nearly as cold as it was yesterday. 34 in the the Roanoke-Blacksburg area. I'm digging Uh, it. Yeah. I mean, it's... hard to believe we're that excited about 32 degrees in Lynchburg, but we are. And uh, at the Danville Airport right now, we have 33 degrees. Okay. Yeah. It's... uh, I'll take... I'll take what we can get. Hey, speaking of the airport, and you you teased this uh, early, you know, going into the break, flight attendant accused of recording girls in an airplane bathroom. That American Airlines attendant arrested yesterday in Lynchburg, allegedly recording girls in the bathroom. Uh, Etsy Thomas of Charlotte charged with one account of uh, one account one count of attempted sexual exploitation of children and one count of possession of child pornography, depicting. Uh, you know, minors, whatever. Uh, he's he's uh, in custody in Lynchburg, pending initial appearance in the Western District of Virginia. Investigators say a case stems from a flight that took place September of last year uh, and that all victims and their families have been contacted. I just can't imagine the, um, I mean, if I'm a dad, I'm, I'm about to go ape on somebody. Well, um, it's just, it's so bizarre. Right. I, I don't understand anybody who, who would, Want a picture of somebody in the bathroom? Yeah. I mean, good lord. Yeah. Uh, it's well, just... you know, you got these guys that have these devices that. Oh, I know. That camera, you know, shoots up ladies' dresses I, and all that I mess. Busted one at an event one time. I'm oh, like, really? you, you realize you're literally the weirdy pervy idiot that walked around with mirror in his shoes. Right. You're just a modern day version. Right. 
as I escorted him to the <laughs> exit. Right. Um, and he didn't like that, which I didn't care. Yeah. Uh, things are back to normal following a bomb scare mm. at Mission House Coffee in oh, Cornerstone. Yeah. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. The uh, owner, Tommy Clark, has uh, shared what happened, which you know sent police kind of swarming in there. Mm-hmm. An employee who was at the shop when it happened said she didn't know if it was real. She reacted as if it was, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came in, threw a package into the air. It landed over on the sign, and he yelled out, this is a bomb. That's how it started. He kind of walked up to the front, waving his hands around, saying, this is a robbery. Mm-hmm. The man's name was Lawrence Murphy. They say Murphy then walked up to the counter and stood there and smiled. Then he backed up and said nobody was allowed to leave, uh, came over towards the door, lit up a cigarette, and that's when he started to get in some of the faces of the customers that were sitting there. Mm -hmm. Clark said one of his employees in the back called him while the other alerted police through a panic alarm. We also had a customer stand up and get in the guy's face and say, you need to get out of here. Uh, Clark believes that coupled with the alarm sounding, that's what finally got him out the door. Mm -hmm. And while customers ran out the back, a lot of people were just confused. Sure. Uh, The owner said he was happy about how his employees handled the incident. It was clear that Murphy has mental issues. Uh, Clark says he hopes that he'll get the help that he needs. Uh, You have to have accountability, but we hope he's going to get uh, the help that, that he needs to have. Um, officers arrested Murphy. The bomb threat was fake. Um, Murphy will be set to be in court on Friday. So, still scary. Oh, absolutely. But a very brave customer that kind of stood up okay. to him. Yeah. So, well, I'm, I'd be interested to see what uh, Marco would, would recommend here. I put a text out to him, see if uh, if he's in town. He travels a lot because Marco's a... Uh, you know he's valuable. Well, person the interesting when it comes thing is the guy stuff. didn't have. It didn't seem like he had any weapons. That the the mm-hmm. fake bomb seemed right. to be his uh, his weapon, I guess, mm-hmm. of choice, if you can call it that. Right. So yesterday, <clears throat> yesterday I got a little exercised. Matter of fact, I I saw Todd from FNL a little bit later yeah. in the day. Personally, apologized to him. Uh, he looked at me. He goes, "What?" I said, "Well, didn't you reach out to Janet and say?" You know, Mark, you need to... <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. You need to shut it down, son. Yeah, he actually did. You're going a little cray-cray. What is he drinking this morning? Yeah. Yeah, he did. So we had a nice chat yesterday. But uh, anyway, and, and some of it had to do with the the gender stuff and can't saying, you know, you can't say, hey, are you guys coming over? And I won't I won't bother to re- relive it. Uh, but one of the things we did talk about that I got exercised about yesterday, too, <clears throat> was the early voting. It seems like you can vote for months before uh, you know an election takes place of course we do have a primary coming to virginia and i know it's a foregone conclusion that donald trump could be the nominee by the time we get around to voting but early voting for virginia presidential primary on march 5th begins today uh virginia will have a dual presidential primary election which means the democrat party and the republican party will have primaries on the same day in the dual primary voters will be asked uh, to cast their ballots for the Democrat or Republican Party primary, you know, person, mm-hmm. all qualified voters may vote in either primary. I did vote for Obama once in the primary. I voted for him in the primary. You did? Yeah, in 2008. I had the Obama T-shirt and everything. 
That way, when somebody says I'm a racist, I say, I voted for Obama, and I got the T-shirt to prove it. I Are you being serious? I'm being dead serious. I didn't vote for him in the, the general election. I mean, it was a foregone conclusion that he was going to run against John McCain, and he lost. McCain did, obviously. I can't believe you voted for Obama. Yeah. I got to tell you about a situation in Richmond that happened when Obama Because if you vote for Obama, you voted for him because he's black, and that is racist. But isn't that what the Democrats were putting on me? I'm just saying. As a white European descent? I don't care. Italian? Anytime you do anything because of color, you're racist. I did it because they said to do it. Well, and that makes you weak. A weak racist. <laughs> but Nobody was, wants to be that. I was only I was only weak in the primary. Okay. Um, okay. Anyway, well, thank goodness for that. So the 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 primary uh, and Rush Rush even did uh, Operation Chaos, where he had people voting for Hillary uh, instead of Obama because I think Rush knew Obama was going to win and he didn't want him to win, but so good. Well, I will say <clears> this <throat> about that: I did realize at the time how slick he was oh, gosh, and yes. how people would be you know attracted yes. to that and drawn to that okay. and i do believe that that the time has come mm-hmm. for us to have a true african-american leader like i right. love ben carson that's yeah, i, I, do I too. love ben carson yeah and and if we had been a ben carson no problem but see now i know. have a ben carson bumper sticker to prove that one <laughs> So, <clears throat> let me tell you what happened in Richmond. You're, you're we taking were, your whole No, bigger. I'm not. No, I'm not. And I'll tell you why. Okay. I was in Richmond for uh, with my wife. She was at a conference. And Obama and Hillary were speaking at a big thing going <sighs> on in Richmond. So, there was like the buzz. This is when he ran the first time. And I mean, he was... You felt the excitement. Oh, I'm so sure. So, I, I, I played the liberal. And because I know how they talk. And I was talking to people in coffee shops while my wife was at her seminar and having really good conversations. And I, and I mean to tell you, there was a messianic hope that they had with Obama. And, of course, they thought they were going to get the Messiah, and they didn't, you know, because he really didn't bring the country together. Right, because he hates the country. Oh, he yeah, hated, he does. He hated he does. America. Right. I mean, that's the – yeah, that's the thing. So, well, I, the, I, But, but I, I did – actually experienced the enthusiasm for obama and i and i got why people were going there oh i i got it too i just it was just fake hope you know that that's all it was just and then the the second time he ran i thought for sure people were going to see these policies are a disaster for our country right and i was actually by myself i was at a um I, i was at a management school in Ogilvy, West Virginia, I had had, had to vote early mm-hmm. there, and and when he won again, I'm telling you, it was the most depressing hmm. day of my life. It was so depressing. Well, he didn't get as many votes the second time oh, as he, he did, did the first time. No, because a lot got, of people were, were yeah. voting for the same reason you did in the primary. Right. They want to be able to say... I'm not racist. I can't be racist. I voted for the first black president. I'm not talking like that, Janet. I didn't uh, yeah. say I voted for the first black president. Uh, you <laughs> did say that. <laughs> That's exactly what you said. I said a lot of... <laughs> you did. Here's a feel-good story. Okay. Uh, Lynchburg woman mm-hmm. used uh, social media to return just... And I saw this on social media earlier in the week. This beautiful uh, bridal photo mm-hmm. to their owner... All the way across the country, Sandra Poindexter went to an estate sale in Brookneal, mm-hmm. and 
she found these gorgeous photos uh, of a woman in a Christian Dior gown. And I mean, this woman looks like she could be a model. It, it she's so oh, I saw that, yeah, so beautiful. Um, she said, when I saw them, I thought, I wonder if she's still alive because if if she is, I bet she would love these photos. I would love to have them if it were me. Mm-hmm. So she took to trying to track down the bride, and um, she posted it on Facebook, and Donna Reichard ended up tracking down the bride in the photos to 85-year-old Harriet Galbraith, who lives in Texas. Huh. Galbraith said she hadn't seen those photos in over 30 years. Wow. I was shocked. I always wanted them back. Mm-hmm. Poindexter mailed the photos to Texas yesterday. They're expected to arrive on the 23rd. Neat. Galbraith said she didn't even have a copy of the photos. She can't wait to see them again. She said, the one of me standing up was my favorite photo because it showed the gown. I'm just really pleased and thrilled. She says she can't wait until the photos are back in Galbraith's hands. Interesting. Um, and I mean, it, they are beautiful. Mm. And she is she's wearing this beautiful couture Christian Dior gown. And uh, oh, it's sweet. a wonder that it ever got away from her. Yeah. How on earth did she let those get away? Because she really is is beautiful. And what a nice thing. In, in a world where nobody wants to be bothered with anything right. Right. anymore, yep. what a nice thing for her to go that to that extra trouble mm-hmm. to not only buy them, but then to go to the trouble of getting them back to her. That gives me hope for mankind right there. Well done, you. It's kind of like me voting for Obama. I did my thing. Exactly. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Thank God it's to the radio in the car, you are, are going to hear the country music. Now, I happen to like a lot of stuff. It's just so happy. Way down yonder on the Chattahoochee, never knew how much a muddy water meant to me. <laughs> Looks like I'm having a seizure up here. I think you have to live in the South to write a song like that. I don't think you can write that song if you live in Brooklyn. Way up yonder on the Hudson River Body parts are floating right up next to me Well, I seen me some tires and some chemical waste A fish gave me the burden, then he spit in my face Hey, dear dear. (laughs) (sighs) Who else? I like Keith Urban Ah, I love that song I wanna love somebody Love somebody like you (laughs) Somebody like you, not you <laughs> oh Lord! Oh Lordy is exactly. right. Exactly. We're gonna hear from the this, like you, but not you. We're gonna hear from this cat. I never really thought about that before. <laughs> so Baxter. Yeah. So Baxter is my my youngest uh, Yorkie. Mm-hmm. He weighs in at a I'd say a whopping almost five pounds. Right. Uh, thinks he's a big bulldog. He wakes us up this morning about 2.30, mm. and he is, he's got to be out of the bed, got to right. be out of the bed, and then he's coming back 
to me. And then mm-hmm. he's walking back. So I'm like, okay, what the heck? So I get up. Apparently, we've had a little mouse come in out of the hundreds of acres that we have surrounding our house wait there's a mansion out there Uh, yeah and it's warm it's got little little fuzzy creatures that i can sleep against he is like not having it (laughs) right he is not having any of it Mm -hmm. and so he is like it's apparently right under the stove right and he is just absolutely obsessed i'm so glad i'm not there right now right because uh because Mark is there. <laughs> so, but now he can sleep through anything. Right. But like he'll, he'll literally come and get you and go, he's right here. He's right here. He's right under here. He's right under here. Come and get him right here. But, <laughs> I, but yours have never done that. And you have, your Yorkies are mixed with rat terriers. Yeah, you think they yeah. would be even more right. in tuned to that kind of thing. Well, because that's why Yorkies were even brought inside. Oh, to, to help. Was to, to, well, was I, to help with Can Berman. you send me an instruction video that me and my dogs will watch this weekend? Can go yes, over. that's what you're supposed to be doing. Do that. You're supposed to do that. And then dad knows when to put out the trap. Right. Yeah. We no don't more get treats them until then. Very often. Right, exactly. <laughs> we don't get them very often, but, but usually we get at least one, well, that we know of. Right. I mean, if you have one, you've got more than yeah, one. Right. Um, that that will and this is this is the first one mm-hmm. and uh i've heard little pitter patter in the in the uh, attic a time or two yeah i'm not sure what that's a squirrel or something else yeah but yeah, it's hard to know it's hard to know who we share of course our homes with my one dog oliver so smart he'd call hhs on me and next thing you know they'd be coming in with a social worker saying you know what, uh, what's do not this get th- a glue trap nope don't do glue traps what's this deal about you not getting treats to your to your children that's right and we're thinking about moving him he's to got, the next door neighbor. He's he's like wearing a little sandwich board <laughs> <laughs> around the house, <laughs> protesting. Mm. Uh, hey, I saw a video. Also, he voted for Obama in the primary. <laughs> right, right. That's what the other side says. <laughs> yeah, so yes, there's that. I wondered a little bit. Have you seen the video? You know, reels uh, on Facebook. It's yeah. just little short clips. Have mm-hmm. you seen the one where the where the owners? do peekaboo they lift up a blanket and when they drop it they're not there and they disappear they disappear in front of the dogs yes yes have you seen the one with the two dogs that look like your dogs no oh my gosh no. oh my gosh oh it it ends it it I, ends uh I, oh i bet they didn't like it they didn't like it at all yeah but mine mine wouldn't like it yeah. mine mine would be like uh nope yeah but would they go after each other because of it maybe well these two did maybe yeah um, what like, did you do? What did you do? I yeah. don't know. Yeah. And then the one guy throwing the ball up, and he's got like eight dogs watching him mm-hmm. of all different breeds yeah. on the back porch. And then he, he puts the ball like to, next to his leg and throws it up, and they're all looking around like, where'd it go? Where'd it mm-hmm. go? I don't know. <laughs> and, then, and then they disperse to look for the ball. To look for the ball. <laughs> it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. Oh, uh, but no, I, I've... Um, I also saw the the video where the lady hit from her dog, and it was frantically looking for her right. and it, to illustrate what it's like when a dog gets abandoned. That oh. one makes me very sad. Oh, like I absolutely. can't even I can't even watch watch yeah. that. But no, they will they play together a lot. Yeah. But sometimes they get very yeah with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't usually last very long. But so yes, I have seen. Yeah, that. They, they they go after each other, and the camera only shows it for you know. I don't know, a second and a half. That was disturbing enough, you know, but it, that was their reaction. It was just so strange. Mm. 
So we were talking about um, Obama earlier. Uh, Trump has been talking about Obama. Really? What's, mm-hmm. he, what's he been saying? Uh, former President Trump objected to critics' arguments against presidential immunity, saying Thursday either himself or a future president could be stymied in urgent situations by circumspection around whether or not their executive actions might lead to punishment. Hmm. Trump told Fox News that should presidential immunity be muted when a president is taking unilateral actions as chief executive, the opposing political party could immediately begin strategizing how to prosecute their rival. Huh. He said, and I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about how any president has to have immunity, because if you take immunity away from a president, it's so important you'll have a president that's not going to be able to do anything. Right. He said this uh, when talking to Hannity. Hmm. When he leaves office, the opposing party will uh, indict the president for doing something that should have been good, pointing to reports of mistakes or misfires made by his predecessors by trying to eradicate terrorists. Obama dropped missiles. They ended up hitting a kindergarten or a school or an apartment house. A lot of people were killed. Well, if that's the case, he's going to end up being indicted when he leaves office. A New York Times report from 2019 said that Obama administration had estimated between 64 and 116 civilians had been killed in the airstrikes. Mm-hmm. In that regard, Trump said Obama meant well, but suggested without presidential immunity, things could be different. He's not wrong. No, he's not. You know. He later suggested Biden might have an even larger case for retaining presidential immunity. Uh, he's killed our country with his policies. The border is a disaster. Everything he does is a disaster. What he did in Afghanistan was the most oh embarrassing gosh. moment in the history of our country. Yeah. Well, when he leaves office, does he not have immunity? Now, I think it's horrible what he did, probably. I don't know. It's hard to believe, but he probably meant well. It's hard to believe he meant well, but he probably did. Mm-hmm. This Biden, is Trump saying that. This is Trump. So that's... I think we're starting to see this conciliatory character sort of rise to the top because, you know, he needs it to, to win. And, and and maybe he believes that all along and all his shtick, as yeah. we know, his shtick is all about. Did you see? I'm sorry. Did you see him waving the other day and he had cuts on his hands and the media? They just can't let it go. They can't because their brain is broke. Like the guy in the intro said, Trump breaks their brain. They're speculating all kinds of things. He has syphilis. What? Um, all this kind. Of, oh yeah, yeah. He oh, waved to the, that. he waved to the crowd. And he had sores on his hands, and they're saying he's got syphilis. Or, for those of you who are like totally effeminate, it may be he has blisters on his hands. Now I know many of you new men don't understand what a man is like that has blisters on his hands, but men who actually work sometimes will get blisters on right, their hands. Right, right. Also, women who work sure. uh, actually have blisters on their hands as well. They, they just so, can't. I mean, they if, don't know what that's like, though, Mark. I, I, come I on. Think, well, yeah, but my thing is, if if he wins again, I, th- I think these people are... They're, they're going to lose They're going to lose their mind. Yeah, they've already lost him. But, but I, I thought that was uh, that was an interesting point that he brought out, and I don't know that he's wrong with it, you know? Yeah. I think there's... Uh, I think he could be... That, that was a fair point, yeah, I sure, think. Yeah, sure, sure. CBS News coming up at the top of the hour. Yeah. We have Bill Trapiro from the Roanoke News Desk. And Marco Gabbroth. Next hour, talking about this mission coffee house. Was that handled the bright way? Mm-hmm.